This is the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast, Episode 167. Good day and welcome to this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. I'm your host, podcaster, and author of Fun Fantasy Reads, Jamie Davis. This podcast is exactly what the title says it is, folks. It's a show focused on everything to do with fantasy and sci-fi books. We talk about space opera, epic fantasy, urban fantasy, swords and sorcery, military sci-fi, you name it. We bring you the best and brightest of everything there is to see from the authors in the various corners of the fantasy and sci-fi book world. And we bring them to you here on the show each week. Okay, kicking off things this week with my own author update, I've got The Paramedic's Sorceress, which is book nine in my Extreme Medical Services series, at the editor. While it's there, I've started working on The Accidental Monk, which is book seven in my Accidental Traveler series, and um, I'm digging into that one, and it's a lot of fun. It's always a little challenging to get back into a book that I put on the shelf when I was halfway through the first draft. However, I'm actually really loving the stuff that I've read that I wrote before and um, feel, really think it's got a great compelling start to the book. So uh, I'm on a good roll and looking forward to getting into the new chapters and hopefully finishing this draft up in the next 30 days or so. So I'm looking forward to getting on with that series. As always, you can find out more information about everything I'm up to over in the Fun Fantasy Readers Facebook group. I post sneak peeks of upcoming covers, special giveaways, and more. And you can visit that Facebook group at Jamie Davis's Fun Fantasy Readers. Um, you can also head over to my website and check that out, jamiedavisbooks.com, where I have updates over there, too. Okay, getting into this week's episode. Uh, this week on the show, I chat with author Daniel Potter. His most recent book is killing it with readers right now. He writes about creatures that are generally considered highly improbable, from talking cats, flying reptiles made of living metal, and people who sprout foot-long talons when annoyed. As a biologist, he should know better, but he's always ready to leave reality outside if he needs to, no matter how much it scratches at the door. He's the author of three series, Freelance Familiars, a unique and proper take on urban fantasy from the familiar's perspective, Rise of the Horned Serpent, which is best described as sky pirates versus dragons, and The Full Moon Medic, where the end of the world is magic. When he's not chasing his imagination, his imagination is usually chasing him, whether he's cooking lunch for his spouse, playing video games, or fending off his two cats who always insist it's dinner time. So check out my fun chat with Daniel. That's coming right up. Daniel, welcome to the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. It's great to have you on the show today. I'm really happy to be here. I'll bet you are. I, I just looked and you got a um, number number one rated book in a couple of different genres out there. Uh, that's pretty exciting. Oh yeah, that's real exciting. We've hit we we hit uh, top of the werewolf and shifter thrill uh, suspense suspense uh, thrillers. Um, we're I. I'm not quite sure where I am right now, but we've hit the number one of contemporary fantasy. Um, didn't quite get there on urban fantasy, but um, well, that's a tough category to crack. Yeah, but you know, we nailed superheroes and and all this other stuff. Stuff. So I'm super psyched. I'm super pleased and super surprised 
And yeah, this, this book has resonated and it's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it's called Emergency Shift. It's uh, book one of the Full Moon Medic series, um, which I'm excited. Everybody knows I, I write a book about a paramedics that deal with supernatural creatures. You actually deal with a paramedic who is a supernatural creature, which is kind of cool. A, a werewolf paramedic, right? Yep. Yep. The first book is really, um, it's a bit of an origin story story for her she's she starts out um just having like she's destroyed her apartment a few times in the uh during the full moon and it gets way worse as the book pro progresses or better depending on how how you want to uh do it she's much more werewolf than most standard shifters sorry my cat Go away. You go away. That's all right. So, you know, I mean, you've got your shifter cat and going on in the middle of the podcast, which is always fun. <laughs> um, we authors don't write in a vacuum, folks. We've all, I've got a dog that sits on my lap a half the time when I'm writing. So it's, uh, it's all part of the deal. Yeah. This one wants pets. Yeah. That's awesome. That's how you shut him up. <laughs> So um, tell us a little bit about your background, and then we'll get back into the book. We know who you are and what, what got you started writing novels. So um, I basically uh, got into a Ph.D. program, um, thought I could be a, a mad scientist because I was so brilliant, hit a wall really quick that real made me realize, oh, I'm not actually – a genius. I might be a little mad, but I'm not a genius. So um, uh, I decided I needed a different outlet for my creative energy. And then uh, I was basically a science nerd who played video games uh, when I wasn't in the lab and doing that. So then I had to sort of try my hand at a bunch of different creative hobbies and writing eventually I decided, Oh, this is, this is the one I have the most natural talent for. And I'm kind of, and I, I might be able to get good at it. What I wanted to do was comics. I really wanted to do web comics and that sort of stuff, but that involves hiring artists and that sort of thing. And, um, Eventually, I just said, screw it. I'm just going to write novels. We'll do it that way. Well, you know, and, and people can't see this. We're recording this on Zoom, but, um, you know, this is an audio podcast. But you actually, I think you have a pretty good start at an evil genius because you've got the, uh, the you're petting the cat on your lap while you're talking <laughs> to me, uh, reminiscent of uh, Bonds Blofeld and, uh, and several <laughs> other famous evil, evil uh, geniuses around the world. So maybe you've got a future there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I'd have to make a lot more on these books, though, to build the evil lairs and that sort of stuff. Absolutely. It's really hard to support, to, to kickstart an evil empire as a novelist. <laughs> it's hard to kickstart an evil empire anywhere. Anybody who's seen Despicable Me knows how expensive it is to uh, maintain your evil geniushood. So, um, uh, you know, it's, it's great, though. I mean, you know, I, I know it, how hard it is. PhD programs are difficult. For, uh, I've got a nephew who's in the midst of uh, a 
PhD program in University of Delaware uh, as in biology. And, you know, his, his initial experiment didn't go quite as planned. So he's, he's had, had to shift gears and redo some things. And, and um, I know that's been very stressful for him. So it, I, I can only imagine. It's really, is a, it's a tough gig. Um, and in order to really succeed, to, to succeed in science, to have your own lab, to be the bo- boss and to rise his heart, you need, you need a lot of focus. You need so much focus. And, um, you know, I got the PhD. I spent, I, I did a, a postdoc in the Netherlands. And then I did seven years of biomedical research in the, the San Francisco Bay Area. And I had really gotten as far as I could get um, unless I wanted to basically do it 24-7 and write grants and pursue my own lab and that sort of stuff. And I was kind of like, I was like a number two in, a, in an academic lab lab. I was doing lots of experiments. I was writing papers and that sort of stuff. And I just didn't love it. <laughs> you know, and that's, and that's so important. I mean, sometimes, look, I, I shifted gears in the middle of my life career. I mean, I wasn't, I, I was uh, a, a journalist for a long time. Then I was, then I was Mr. Mom for a good while. Then I became a paramedic and then eventually got my nursing degree. Um, you know, all and all both of those after I turned 40. So I, I think, you know, there's plenty of time to shift gears. And of course now I'm a full-time <laughs> author. Uh, it, right. it's, you know, it, it's one of those things that yeah, I think there's plenty of time, no matter where you are in your life to change, change things around and try new things. And clearly it's working for you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I went full time, uh, a year ago. Um, it was more of a leap of faith and downsizing than like I had the, I was making a lot of money from, from the, uh, from the books yet, yet, but it's been working out. I've been writing every day, day, loving, loving that. Um, I wish I could write faster, but, um, if I can, uh, if, if emergency magic is, is the shape of things to come, I think I'm doing fine. <laughs> I, I think so too. And, and, you know, the, the question now is to harness some of that magic and, and you know, channel it into the next part, next part of the series and capture yeah. some of these readers with, with, um, you know, connections in the back matter and stuff like that. Um, you know, where, where do you like to catch up with readers? I know you mentioned in your form, you filled out, you have a discord channel. Is that, that where you like to chat with folks most of the time? Yeah. I just like, in terms of like natural interactions for me, I don't really like blogs or, or even social media posts. I just like, Hey, how are you? And, you know, we'll post some memes and that sort of stuff, stuff. Um, I've been doing the discord for two years um, and it's mostly freelance familiars fans. That's my others. uh, My other, uh, my first series um, that I have the most community around thus far. Um, Obviously I'm going to start building more of a a emergency full moon medic community now, now too. But um, 
I just like chatting to people and getting to know them that way. Way, And that's the most natural interaction I feel. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. But those are kind of sporadic. I'm usually in the Discord every day just seeing how people are. Let's talk a little bit about freelance familiars while we're at it. Um, you know, cause you've got other books out there and, and, you know, folks are going to want to read something while they wait for the next full moon medic book. Um, uh, where'd you get the idea for, for that? I mean, I think it's great that you've got something, you know, with, with, um, cats, clearly cats figure in your life as, in, as in yeah. the real world. I, I say if there, there's, if it, if there's, uh, not something with, uh, if you're not dealing with a cat or um, someone who can sprout sprout uh, razor sharp ta- talons at a moment no- notice if they're annoyed, it's not a Daniel Potter book. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Freelance Familiars Off Leash was basically a total lark. Um, I was trying to write a I wouldn't call it a serious sci-fi, but it was a space opera with like a rock goddess protagonist. And I had stalled out on it. And I'm like, I'm just going to write this silly little story about a guy who wakes up one day a mountain lion. And I did NaNoWriMo and I, for the first time, and maybe the only time I I did NaNoWriMo, Rimo, I, I completed the 50,000 words in a month. And um, I'm like, oh, I finished it. I guess I'll publish it. And uh, hey, people liked it. Uh, it's never been a bestseller, but um, it's got a loyal fan, fan. People who read it like it, basically. If you can convince them to read a fa- urban fantasy about a mountain lion, and a squirrel who solves problems via grenades quite often, um, they love it. <laughs> what's not li- what's not to like about a grenade hurling squirrel? So uh, I think uh, you know. We need- I mean, they started out as fire magically enhanced firecrackers, and now he's got a giant robot. So things have escalated a little bit with the squirrel. <laughs> Once again, you've worked in some kind of evil genius into your. <laughs> into your books yeah rudy might be an evil genius depending on definitions yeah well yeah, I'm thinking, got thinking if you got a giant robot and you're hurling grenades you know <laughs> it's, it's, it's borderline maybe it's a, just a neutral genius uh <laughs> that's great that's great um so what what's next uh, how many books do you think you have planned in the full moon medic series um you, you're looking for you know have you got something planned in a story arc there or are you just going to see where it ends up um we're going to see where it ends up i'm thinking probably um I, i've got you know including i've got plans for the up to three three there's there's a lot of stuff that um there will be a showdown showdown after the second book that is all hint set up after that um we'll see i suspect it will probably be six books um if it's still very successful then i've uh the then secret the the cat girl on the cover might get her uh spin off as a grown-up we'll see and um 
yeah, um, I'm very much a pantser, so I can't, plans are nebulous. Like Freelance Familiars is five books and six might be the last, might not be. We'll see. I still have no idea what six is going to look like. <laughs> so you're still writing in that series too. So do you switch back and forth? Does that keep your kind of pl- palette clean? And so you can kind of, so you know, I get did a break? two freelance familiars last, last year. Um, as that was my, um, first, I, I'd wanted to write four, but pandemic and every in first year as a full-time author, um, it's it's taken a little while to f- find my rhythm. Um, so the plan this year is um, two to three uh, full moon medics and one freelance familiar. So the which, plan which I'm may or may this, not be the last freelance familiar. May or may not be. We'll right. see. <laughs> no, that's that's Probably. awesome. I mean. Yeah, <laughs> I think people think I guess still still a pretty good writing pace. I mean, you said you don't write very fast, but I you know that's what five six books. Um, I mean, within two years, yeah, it's yeah. not bad. It's uh, not bad. I think that's you know I, I people people need to write at the pace they write at. If you get somebody, yeah. if you try to write too fast and you don't turn out a good book, that that doesn't answer the question that people want to have answered. They want they want the good book. So right. I think. Yeah it's about setting reader expectations and mm-hmm. letting them know where you are in the process and keeping them engaged in between. And if you can do that, I, I mean, I know a good friend of mine, Jamie Albright, who writes like rom-coms. She, um, she releases a book a year, sometimes a little over a year between books and she does gangbusters. Great. But she's also like really funny. And she, she, keeps people laughing and releases little blurbs and excerpts from the books she's writing and, and people love her. And when her books come out, her readers come flocking back to read the next one. So there's a way to do it. Yeah, I'm not great at figuring out how to like dole out my, my whips in, in an amusing way because they're rough. (laughs) They are real rough. Um, I typically, um, have to do restarts or heavy edits and that sort of, sort of stuff stuff. I uh, definitely went to school for science and not grammar. <laughs> That's okay. That's what editors are for, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I completely get that. And, and he, you know, I often, what I often do is like after the book comes out, I like, I like to release like deleted scenes and, you know, stuff and just say, Hey, this is a rough draft, but I cut this out of the book. It, it could have been in there. And I just felt like it just took, it got, went off in a different direction, but for you loyal readers, here it is. And, and I put people those love on my, that stuff. my, uh, kind of almost secret patron right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Oh, you have a Patreon. That's great. Yes, yes. I have a small Patreon, and that's mostly uh, for fans who are not into buying the books from Amazon. So from for two bucks a month, uh, you get uh, – if, if you've paid two bucks for that month, um, you get the book a week before it comes out on Amazon. That's great. That's a great way to handle it. I and mean, it keeps everybody happy. So there's people yeah. that aren't in KU that don't want to read um, in Kindle Unlimited or just exclusive to Amazon. Um, they can still get your books from you. So that's, that's great. 
That's good yeah. to know. So, like, readers out there in the audience, um, catch up with Daniel and get on the secret Patreon. <laughs> and then you can then you can get the books ahead of time. And that's even cooler. I mean, so it's one thing to get the books like off channel if you're not an Amazon fan, which else a lot of people aren't. But it's even cooler to get the books a couple weeks or a week ahead of everybody else. And you're yeah. like, you're like, you know, you're finished. The they book get it, and it hasn't come out yet. The, the arcs go out. Yeah. So that's great. That's fantastic. Um so we're kind of winding down towards the end here, but um, uh, you, you mentioned um, space operas. I, you, it seems like you write urban fantasy, but does it space opera something that you might return to eventually, or are you pretty you pretty much enjoying the urban fantasy world right now? Right now, I'm I'm a hundred percent on the urban fantasy uh, track. I tried epic, uh, and uh, nope, I'm I'm better off in in urban fantasy. I will. At some point, probably dip into sci-fi again. Again, we'll see. See, but I'm pretty happy where we are right now. <laughs> oh, that's great. That, you know, I, I think we need to explore different things as they come up and and be open to change. But we also need to keep the readers happy. That's what gets the bills paid and and um, allows us to keep writing more books for people. So, um, you know, it, it's it's a fun to explore some different things from time to time. But I, you know, I I, I I was in the middle of one project and then people were like clamoring for more paramedic books. So I actually put that on the back burner and came oh, out yeah. and wrote the next two paramedic books, you know, which are one came out in December. The next one's coming out, uh, next month. So, nice. you know, getting them nice. turned around because people were asking about them. And yeah. in, in the process of that, I came up with a spinoff series because it just kind of popped out of the, the other two. I, I tend to pants things pretty well too. So, um, it's exciting to see that and, um, and, and be able to do different things. And I don't think I would have found that had I not been willing to shift gears and go back to what the readers wanted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there it's, is. I think urban fantasy is ripe for things that are a little different right now. If you, you check a lot of the comments and hang out on Facebook, you, you get a feeling that some readers in urban fantasy are kind of bored with the current tropes. And, um, and so it's, it's, it's really ripe for some newer, newer stuff and to go a little bit away from, the solid uh, things that things that pe- people have, have done. Like, you know, my emergency mat, uh, emergency shift, full moon medic, you know, it's, it's not a romance. It will, characters are interacting. Um, and, you know, if, if romance happens, it, it will happen. Um, but it's, it's, has a lot of fey and they're dangerous. They are really dangerous powers they are messing with. And the other thing that is new is there is no magical societies. You're not seeing vampires who have ruled ruled hidden for thousands of years and amassed huge amounts of wealth wealth. The the real innovation is is that magic was went away magic was banished the the barriers fell down and now um it's all opening all it's all coming back and so all the characters are dealing with magic coming back and um in the setting in portland it's uh 
due to the way Portland is set up as, as it was kind of one of the last cities connected to the, the uh, rail networks, um, the iron, big iron circles, it's kind of where magic is, is flowing into um, first. And so they're a little ahead of the wor world in magic. Um, and hence, they're the first ones grappling with it. Um, and so you've got the first book had the Fae coming out and uh, the and Luna as the goddess of the moon is basically, it's her time now. The sun has had its time. Humans have had their time. And so it um, it's, it's kind of happening during this, the start of the sunset of humanity as a whole. And um, so everything is changing. The rules are changing. So where can folks find you? We're getting down at the end here and I want to make sure people know where to find you and your books and everything else. So where's a good place to connect with you online? Okay. So um, my webpage is danielpotterauthor.com. Um, and you can find links to everything in there. Um, you can join my mailing list and in the, um, where you can find links to the discord. And I also have just started recently a Facebook group. Um, that's also, uh, at fallen kitten productions dot, uh, on, on Facebook and the, uh, reader group is the fluff pile. Um, and you, that's a link on the, the page. Um, on Twitter, uh, on, on Twitter, I'm fallen kitten pro, but the best way to sort of know everything is to join the mailing list and read the, the prelude to, um, to emergency, uh, shift. Awesome. Well, we'll have links to your site in the show notes and they can get all the links from over there and um, make sure we catch up with you. We'll also have a link to your book, um, Emergency Shift, full book one of the Full Moon Medic series. Um, I'm excited about it. Actually, I'm going to pick it up myself. It's on my to-be-read list right now. Awesome. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, Daniel, thanks so much for coming on the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great. And that's going to wrap up this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. Make sure you catch up with us for a whole lot more from the Fantasy and Sci-Fi Focus community, both on Facebook and over at fantasy-focus.com. While you're over there at the website, make sure you check out and leave a comment on the episodes that you like. And also, uh, make sure you subscribe to the show. There are links at the top of every page right there below the audio player for iOS and Android devices. You can even subscribe by email if you want. We have some great authors scheduled in the next few months, including our next episode with author Tiffany Collins. So make sure you come back. That's it, though, for this episode of the Books and Authors Fantasy and Sci-Fi Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Jamie Davis, author of Fun Fantasy Reads. Don't forget to follow me over on Facebook at Jamie Davis Books and at my website, jamiedavisbooks.com. And if you want, while you're over there, check it out. On the right-hand side, you can actually sign up for my newsletter and get a free book while you're at it. So get over there and check that out if you want. 
Whatever you do, though, subscribe to the podcast and come back here for our next episode. And while you're waiting for it, folks, I remind you to keep your eyes open because whether you know it or not, there's magic all around you.